We pick up on Daf Kuf Yud Dalad, that's 114b, at the Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah says, Hamaku Kalav, Usfarav, What happens if someone recognizes uh, items that he, he says were stolen, as we're going to see in a second, or uh, he's got books uh, with someone else? Viata, Law, Shame, Geneva, Beir. And there was a rumor in the city that uh, this, uh, this guy had had stuff stolen from him. Uh, then, Yeshava uh, law, what happens is the, the purchaser, uh, the person that says he bought them from, uh, from someone else, because uh, he, he uh, says that, you know, his claim is, how did they get into my possession? I bought them. So we see that uh, if, he, uh, if he claims to have bought them, uh, then what he has to do, uh, it says Yeshava law, Lokach, Kamanatan. Uh, so what happens is he has to swear to the person uh, that is claiming that these items are stolen he has to swear to him how much they are worth uh, and then he receives that money from him uh, so it's quite interesting as we're going to see uh, in theory uh, if this person actually uh, bought it uh, the owner obviously hasn't given up hope uh, on these things so we, we've seen before that the owner in theory could claim uh, from the person in whose possession it is without uh, request, you know, without having to pay anything for it here, uh, what we're going to do, what's known as uh, takanat, um, there's going to be a special takana, a takanat ashuk, that uh, we're going to be dealing with here, which means that uh, the person uh, who, who claims to have bought these items, who, 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 the person who did uh, buy these items, uh, unaware of what was going on, uh, is entitled to compensation for that uh, from the buyer. Okay, so it's a special takana. Uh, that, that we are talking about here. Uh, that is why he gets the money. Uh, it says, Vayava im love, if there is no rumor uh, that this guy was stolen from, uh, love call hemenu. So what happens is in that situation, it's not in his power uh, to uh, claim that the items were stolen because no one knew that they were stolen. And what, he, uh, what we are worried about is that this guy has had uh, seller's regret and as a result, uh, he, he sold the items and they got unsold to this guy. Now, all of a sudden, he's claiming they were stolen from him so that he can claim uh, them back. Because because you could say uh, these articles were never stolen, uh, and, and as we explained, he sold them to uh, someone else, and he bought it from that other person, and that is why. Uh, in this situation, he just uh, wants to get them back, and that's why we, he, he's, he's making an attempt to get them back by claiming they were stolen, whereas in fact they were never stolen. What's the difference if there was a, a, a rumor in the city that he had been stolen from? What's the difference? So what happens is he, this guy himself could have been spread the rumor, could have spread the rumor. He, he himself sold the items first and then he's the one that's spreading the rumor uh, that they were stolen in order to get them back uh, or buy them back in the situations. There was a case where there were guests in his house. Balala, and he wakes up in the night and uh, and he's shouting. It says, "Amar nignavu kalai." You know, my my stuff has been stolen. Uh, you know, and uh, so you know, and that's it. So it would seem that he was definitely the victim of theft. The Gemara says, "Listen, uh, 
matzah. So in this in this situation, if the guy claims uh, such a thing, we are saying he's lying the whole time uh, and he's uh, concocting this whole story. Uh, if you you know, so there's got to be third party verification about this. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's uh, meaningless to to rely on such a thing. Uh, Rav Kana Masayim by uh, Mishmeda Rav. Rav Kana uh, would conclude and say in the name of Rav. Uh, it says, uh, No, so we're talking here about, in the name of Rav, Rav Kahana said that we're talking here about people uh, who spent the night in the house and there was a tunnel uh, that was uh, uh, dug underneath uh, this house to come along into uh, into the house. So, Tishuli Vina Adam. And the people that were staying overnight, uh, they uh, left uh, with these bundles of, of vessels on their shoulder. So therefore, it's got to be, uh, everyone's got to be talking about it, that uh, these people had uh, uh, you know, dug the tunnel under the house, and then they went into the house, uh, pretended to be sleeping over there and then uh, went and uh, ran away uh, with his items, uh, with his person's items, and therefore there's a, it's, it's a well-known uh, theft issue, situation. Uh, the Gemara says, well, maybe Dilma Kalim Havu Sfarim Lohavu, maybe only vessels were stolen and he's claiming books. Um, no, it's not just vessels, it was also uh, books. So people are saying, listen, his books were stolen as well as his vessels. Uh, um, um, maybe he, he uh, only small books were stolen and he's claiming large books. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, Yoshi, No, uh, it was a direct. Uh, understanding those people saying this one was stolen and that one was stolen. We know exactly uh, which books were taken. Maybe they were old ones and I claiming new ones, so they're not exactly the same. No, we have an exact uh, description of what the items were. Uh, these items and these vessels were stolen uh, from that guy. Me, Amarav, did Rav really say that? Amarav, Rav has said uh, before, if a person comes in and uh, steals something and he burrows into the house via tunnel and he uh, wants to steal something and he, uh, and, and he does manage to steal something, uh, he's exempt. Um, for, and he's exempt from paying back for those things. Patur, why? My time, what is the reason? Uh, he's essentially acquired it with his blood. In other words, uh, what happens is in this situation, uh, is a, a person is assumed, if uh, someone, a person uh, is assumed to be protective over his possessions, uh, so if a robber would suddenly come into his house and try to take them away from him, uh, he would. Uh, try attack and defend his possessions and the robber uh, wouldn't let himself get attacked and the robber would go along and kill. So uh, there's a presumption uh, that uh, the owner um, it would be allowed to kill uh, such a person uh, and uh, because this guy was almost like already dead uh, he's exempt uh, from paying it back because like come lay and do rabbi minay. 
Uh, so in this situation, so it, it seems, you know, if you have the Makhteret uh, situation, well then uh, the guy should be off the hook. Uh, why do we say that he has to pay? Uh, it says, honey, mili, de kanenu, babab makhteret. No, when you steal things, that only uh, applies to someone when he breaks in. Uh, because the Mikara Masar Nafshay Liktala, because originally when he broke in and he tunneled in, uh, he put himself out uh, for death because uh, he is. Um, when he broke into the house, he was he was coming to kill or be uh, you know he, he was coming to steal and if uh, and if he was confronted he would kill so therefore he's entitled to be killed as well uh, so kill or be killed aval hani kevan lo masru these people uh, they stayed over in the house they were invited in granted under false pretenses uh, and then they 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 they, they ran out uh, that is uh, law. So they never, um, uh, you know, dug into the house, and therefore they were entitled to be there, and therefore there is no, they are not uh, exempt from returning this stolen item. That's what we mean by law. Amarava, Amarava says, uh, qualifies all of this. and that's only if the house owner that uh, we know is want to sell his vessels. Aval uh, but if you know uh, that a homeowner doesn't usually sell his vessels, uh, then we don't have to uh, look at everything in such detail. Uh, the government says, Well, maybe he just uh, had an emergency situation and he um, went ahead and, uh, and, and sold it. So, uh, No, in this situation, he... Um, um, Oh, and he said that really there was a rumor in the city that there was uh, he was stolen from, and therefore that's why when he says he's the rightful owner, doesn't usually sell uh, his items, his possessions, and therefore um, we are entitled to believe him. All right. So now, uh, what happens if uh, that's all in the case where you don't know who the owner is? Uh, now, Itmar, what happens if you do find out? Oh, sorry, we don't know who the thief is here. Yeah, if you do find out who the thief is, so now we have to discuss that, Itmar. Uh, so it was an item was stolen, a thief steals something and then sells it, and then later we identify the thief. Rav Rav in the name of Rav says, Hadin Rimarishon, the homeowner. Uh, can only be done with the first one, I the thief, uh, but he's got no claim against the person, uh, the purchaser. Rabbi Yochanan Mishmeda Rav Yana Amar Hadim in Mashani. No, he could also go to the second one as well, uh, so he could uh, claim uh, from the purchaser as well as uh, the original thief. So that's a machloket, uh, you know, and Rav Kia essentially, uh, and um, Rav in the name of Rav Kia and Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rav Yana. So now, um, uh, Amar Rav Yosef, so uh, Rav Yosef says, Rav and Rav Yochanan aren't arguing over here, um, because, um, says, law, <coughs> law pligi, kan lifnei yosh hadin imashani, kan l'achai yosh hadin imarishon. In the case where Rabbi Yochanan says it, the item was uh, bought from the thief before the owner uh, gave up uh, of it. So therefore, you could even, uh, you know, if the owner hasn't given up, as you mentioned a few times now, uh, then uh, the the person, the uh, the original owner, uh, can acquire it from whoever's got it in his possession. The thief uh, who took it from him initially, 
or the uh, the person who he, who currently who currently holds it. All right, uh, and that's it. So, however, can lacha yosh, and uh, in the case where Rav uh, says that uh, he he can't, he can only go and claim uh, with the thief, uh, that is can lacha yosh. So that's after he gave up own and uh, I mean. Um, he gave up uh, ever getting it back, and therefore uh, we say that it is in uh, it, he can <coughs> it's in uh, the, with the combination of yayush and shinui rishut uh, um, uh, the combination of of ownership uh, giving up not not giving up ownership giving up uh, the rights to get it back. He doesn't think we we'll ever get it back, so therefore um, you can go only after the thief, okay, who originally took it from him. Okay, that is explanation number one. Travo, it later Rav Chista. And both of them accepted what uh, Rav Chista said uh, right at the beginning of our chapter, uh, that uh, uh, exactly if the owner hasn't given up uh, getting his item back, he can either pursue uh, the thief himself or the actual um, uh, purchaser of the item as well because he never gave up on it. So by Amar by by challenges that for Lord Pligi, are you saying that they are in, in total agreement? By Matnot Kuna, Dami. What about the case of um, a person? There's the gifts uh, which you have to give to the Kohen. Essentially, what happens is if you shecht a an animal, uh, what happens is the Kohen has got his uh, what's known as Matanot. He's got the rights uh, to. Mm, certain items therein, uh, for example, the, I mean, it is um, the jaw uh, as well as the uh, uh, stomach as well, and the front right leg. Okay, so he's entitled to that, and surely um, that's like an item uh, that was sold before the owner gave up on us. Uh, and we have Uplegi, um, uh, and we see that they argue about that situation. Did none, as we learned in a mission, a mission Kulin, uh, where it talks about that. Amalei. Um, uh, sell for me the insides of the cow. And there are these uh, uh, parts of the, the, the that really are owed 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 to the kohen. They're in not in the So what happens is the purchaser gives those items to the priest, and he's in, but he's not. Um, he has to give them to the coin, and he's not allowed to deduct uh, the value of uh, the, 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 the of the money that he agreed to pay the butcher. However, uh, if he comes along and he uh, buys it by weight, uh, he has to notain the coin umanake law min hadamim. He does give the items to a coin, and he is allowed uh, to deduct the value of the gifts. From the money that he agreed to pay the butcher, uh, Rav, and Rav says about that. Shanu ela me'atzmo. That's only when he weighed in it for himself. Aval uh, If the butcher himself uh, weighed uh, the um, the inits for him, hadin uh, Then. Uh, the Kohen can only go after the butcher. Essentially, what he, what we we compare this to, the butcher is like the thief uh, when he sells the matanat kuna to a non-Kohen. And Rav says the Kohen can only go against the butcher. So, so too, surely in the ca- case of the mission, he would hold that the owner can only uh, go against and, and claim against the thief and not against the purchaser. 
So, Emma, what do you say? Aftin imatabach. Really, what we can do is uh, not even uh, he can go against the butcher. He definitely can claim against the purchaser, but even the butcher as well. Because what might you have thought? And Matanot Kuna. Exalot, really, uh, the gifts of the coin are not uh, are considered to have been stolen, even if the butcher does sell them, because really mm, they do belong to the, the the butcher. I mean, to the coin at all points. So it's like almost like they're always in uh, the same way. We sometimes say, wherever an item of hectish is, it always belongs uh, to the to the treasury, because Hashem uh, fills the whole world. So the same thing over here would say these items belong to the coin uh, wherever they are. Uh, it says, Kamashmanan, no, uh, therefore, no, that you can say they've been stolen in this case, and he can't even go uh, against um, the butcher as well. Labad Amar Pligi, and according to Bayo, says uh, that Rav and Rav Yochanan do argue, because that is his opinion. It says, Kamar Pligi, what is their argument about? The uh, Rav Kista. Um, that's uh, according to a buyer. Uh, they argue about Rav Kista. Uh, Rav disagrees with Rav Kista and says, no, you could only collect from the thief. And says, no, you do agree with he agrees with Rav Kista and you can collect from either the thief uh, or the purchaser himself. All right. Um, that is uh, explanation uh, one. And, uh, and, and, and Rav says in terms of an argument, um, um, if they do argue, a buyer explains how they would uh, argue. All right, uh, they argue about Rav Kista's uh, opinion. Razvid Amar, Rav has got another thing. He says if they do argue, the gon should naishu abalim biad lokeach v'lo naishu biad ganav. What happens is they they both agree. If the owner hasn't given up of getting back the item, he could go and uh, and claim from either party. What is the, the argument about? Uh, we could say where the owners gave up only after the item was bought uh, by the purchaser, uh, but he hasn't given up uh, when it was in uh, uh, the, the thief's possession. And it says, and they're arguing about the following. Masava, the Rabbi Yochanan, holds Yosh, Vachakach, Shinui Rashut, Kani. Uh, you have to give up on ever getting back the item. And then afterwards, uh, there's a changed possession after it leaves uh, where the thief was and and, uh, <coughs> and goes into the purchaser's <coughs> possession. So um, uh, so then what happens is then uh, that, that uh, he, he says, Kani, there's Shunu Rishut, Yahush, and then Shunu Rishut, he acquires it, Shunu Rishut, Vachachach Yahush, however, if there's just a change of, of domain first, and then afterwards uh, the owner gives up, Law Kani has to be done in that order, and, uh, and Rav says, you know, that's it, so, so, um, Rabbi, so that was Rabbi Yochanan, and, uh, and there'd be a difference uh, between those two. Umasav, uh, the other opinion holds, Loshna. Uh, doesn't make a difference. Rav holds there's no difference whether uh, there's Shinoi Rashut first or uh, there's Yahush first. He doesn't hold. He says once you have the combination of the two, uh, the atom, um, uh, you know, it, it uh, doesn't make a difference which one comes first. As long as the owner's given up uh, of getting back the atom, it doesn't make a difference if it was uh, uh, before or after the atom changed uh, position. All right, and, uh, and that is the difference. All right, so that is. Um, uh, the another explanation uh, of that. All right. So and uh, Rav Yochanan differentiates uh, between uh, that two. He says, uh, you know, once once if there was the purchaser acquires the item, uh, then uh, then he only can only go after the purchaser. Whereas uh, before uh, the purchaser didn't acquire the item, he didn't. Uh, 
give up on getting it back uh, from the thief to the purchaser. So therefore, the owner uh, can go uh, against him uh, as well. Because he hasn't given up, uh, then he can go against the purchaser as well as the thief. All right, uh, Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says uh, another explanation of this, Beglima. Uh, uh, really, it's talking about, uh, if it's talking about a cloak, uh, then everyone agrees, the Kula Alma, Law Pligi. The, you know, then there's the, everyone agrees it has to be given back uh, to the um, to the purchaser uh, by the owner. It says demare um, because it goes back to the owner. Uh, but yeah, hacha basu bo takanata shuk But yeah, whether you have the situation of takanata shuk, uh, as we explained, um, the. Uh, the takana, the, the decree about the marketplace uh, that that we are uh, that we that they argue about. All right, so now what does that mean? Uh, Rav Mishmader of Chia Rav in the name of Chia says Din Imarishon, which means that you can only claim against the thief. Dina Zorkaich Lishko Zuzay Meganav. Really, uh, <coughs> the the law in terms of the purchasers that after he gives the item back to the owner, he can collect uh, the money from the thief. Uh, that is that, and uh, and the rabbis v'lo asuba bo takanata shuk, and the rabbis didn't say uh, that there was takanata shuk uh, to to come in over here. So really, just a, a bit of background again against this uh, takanata shuk. Uh, really, what um, we're doing is if you steal uh, stolen goods, and the and the person that was was that was stolen from demands that they get back paid to him. He says like uh, the purchaser can get reimbursed uh, from the owner. Uh, equal to the amount that, that he paid for the goods, all right? And, uh, and that's done because if you guarantee that buyers wouldn't get any financial loss uh, you know, as a result of a transaction, the rabbis ensured uh, that, that uh, you have a marketplace uh, because otherwise uh, people are going to say, why must I buy anything from you or sell anything to you? Uh, it says because of the fact that uh, it's going to be these, these claims backwards and forwards and no one would trust anyone else in the market uh, and, uh, and, and therefore commerce would be severely um, compromised and therefore uh, they have this uh, Takanata Shuk uh, issue. So in this situation, um, uh, we said that... Um, the rabbis didn't say takanata shuk in this specific case. However, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Yana Amar, Rabbi Yochanan named Rabbi Yana says, Hadin imashani. No, you can go uh, against uh, the, the the purchaser as well. Hadin uh, mishkol uh, essentially, you can collect the money uh, from the owner uh, when when he returns the item to him. So the owner, original owner, then has to to repay uh, back the the purchaser uh, for it. He has to buy these items back from him. Uh, so he's not a loss, and he himself then can go and litigate uh, with the thief. And that's takanata shuk to ensure that the original, I mean, the the purchaser uh, doesn't lose his money. He's entitled to claim money back. Uh, from him. The Gemara says, Vasavarav, Lo Asu Bo Takanat Shuk, does Rev really hold that there is no Takanat Shuk? Vada Ravuna, Mitamide de Rav Hava. Surely Rav Huna was a student of Rav and uh, and uh, and he says, Vachanan Bisha. And then this guy called Chanan uh, Bisha, uh, we, we have actually seen before in this Masechet, he was the guy that uh, uh, when he was. Um, 
uh, hit someone over the ear uh, and uh, they said you have to pay uh, a, a certain amount of money and you only had double that amount of money and no one had changed so he went ahead and hit him again uh, from that. Okay, so Khanan Bisha uh, says So this guy Khanan Bisha steals his cloak and then he sells it and then this case came in front of Huna Amalei who Gavra Zil Shade Avetach come along. He says go redeem uh, the pledge from the purchaser. In other words, pay the purchaser back for the garment that he returned to you. So you know, and it's and Rav Huna, who's Rav's own student, uh, held that the rabbis did allow uh, this uh, to collect money from the owner. I would say no. Shani Chanan Bisha Kavan Deleka. No, there was no way um, that the guy could come collect money uh, from him either because he didn't have him. Maybe he was a scary guy uh, and that's it. So you wouldn't be able to get money from him. It's like you haven't identified the thief because uh, he's not going to pay back. If you know that this guy is a, a real uh, thief, is a well-known thief, uh, we don't say takanata shok, because the purchaser should have uh, gone in with his, with his uh, eyes wide open over here and, and said, like, we are going to, I'm going to take my chances over here. You're buying something from a thief. Uh, you're not entitled to reimbursement uh, if uh, someone comes <coughs> and and uh, uh, claims it back. Uh, but surely Khanan Bisha was this, this bad guy. He was a, uh, uh, it was well known. Um, it says, we did implement Takanatashuk over there. So, what do we say? Uh, we say he was well known for behaving badly, uh, but he was not uh, well known for theft. Continue discussing the takanat hashuk itmar ganav upara b'chavo. So what happens if someone steals and then goes along and repays his debt uh, either with a stolen item or ganav upara b'kefo, or he stole something and then repaid his debt from from credit uh, that was given to him with uh, the stolen item? Uh, in both of those cases, lo asabah bo, lo Takanatashuk. Uh, we don't apply uh, the the case of Takanatashuk in this case. Why? The Amri law adata the the chan hu ayavet le midi. So it, it, the the person didn't give uh, with the expectation of getting these items uh, that the person gave it to to the other person. In other words, that's not really when you receive something, uh, you are not expecting to receive something stolen, uh, and therefore uh, that's it. So the the, the person uh, is not going to that you gave the debt to anything. All right, so that 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 falls without uh, the, uh, the the the. The uh, purview of Takanatashuk. Uh, so now, Mashkanta, Shave Matam Bemeya. So what happens is with Takanatashuk, uh, let's have a look at exactly how far it goes. Uh, in terms of that, it says if uh, the thief gives something uh, that is worth uh, 200 dinars and he says, Abo Takana, and actually, sorry, the Shave Matam Bemeya. So it's worth 200 and uh, any. any um, 
the stolen item is worth 200 and he gives that as uh, collateral uh, for something worth 100 uh, then uh, what we say is asubo takanatashuk uh, then we say that there's takanatashuk in this case and uh, the, the creditor would be uh, you know entitled to payment uh, if uh, from from the owner himself okay uh, in in this situation because he he he, he was doing a perfectly normal thing amema amema says um uh, in, in, in this thing, so, sorry, uh, I missed out a word, shabba uh, b'shabba, if it's equal, uh, 100-100, you don't get the benefit of takanatashuk in this case, however, mazutra, mazutra says, asubo takanatashuk, you do, uh, um, have it in this case, uh, you do say that the guy could claim back uh, from the original owner. And it says, and the Laka is, uh, like Mazutra said, uh, there is Takanatashuk in this case. Right, uh, more applications. Zvina Shave Bashave. What happens if uh, you sold something and, uh, and the stolen item uh, was worth? Um, them uh, equal to the market value then we do uh, say that uh, this, this would be in place uh, so in, in if this case a stolen item uh, was that was worth 100 was bought at a price of 200 uh, Rav Sheshit in this case says uh, there's, there's no takanatashuk uh, over there and uh, however Rava Amar Rava says no uh, we did apply uh, we do apply uh, the integrity uh, of, of the marketplace in this uh, situation and uh, like is uh, like uh, as we said um, uh, in all of these cases, uh, we do apply uh, the, the law of Takanatashuk uh, to ensure that markets uh, are uh, function properly, uh, and that is that. Except for the case uh, where someone steals and repays his debt, or or he, uh, he steals and repays uh, via credit that was given to him with a stolen item. Right, so now, uh, Avimi Barnezi, so this person, Avimi Barnezi, Chamua de Ravina Hava. So what happens is he was uh, Ravina's father in law. Uh, it says, Hava Masik Bahu Gabra Abazos, he was owed uh, four Zos uh, by a certain person. And then that person came along, Ganav uh, Glima, that person came and stole someone else's cloak, Atye. Uh, and he came along and gave it back, gave it back to Avimi uh, to repay the loan. Uh, and, and then uh, he gave him an extra four uh, dinars, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, an extra four zuz as a result of uh, afterwards. Okay. Um, and we're going to see exactly, you know, why we're giving. Does he is he like re-extending a loan, uh, or is he saying that uh, it actually is, uh, um, you know, he got this as a collateral? So we're going to discuss that. Lasov, Hukara Ganav. In the end, uh, the the uh, Ganav was was found. Ravina, and the case came in front of Ravina uh, to say, you know, do you have to pay uh, uh, this guy for for returning? 
this cloak. Okay, that's it. You have to pay him, then they will do, we do apply uh, Takanat Hashuk or not. Okay, and uh, and that's it. So now, uh, Amar Kameh, so Ravina says uh, to Avimi, Ganav Parabakavov. Uh, with regard to the first four dinars, uh, that is, it's like someone stealing and repaying a debt. Okay, that uh, that, that is uh, that, and uh, law by mate of lay, law midi, and therefore the owner doesn't have to give anything because we don't apply uh, the takanata shuk case in this instance. Hanach uh, but now uh, these extra four zuz, uh, you are shakel zuzach hada glima. So with the, you should take your money uh, from. The owner of the the cloak, and you should give him back the cloak. Okay, so you're entitled to reimbursement in this instance because the second uh, the, um, uh, set of four dinars uh, was only because he hasn't received the cloak, only because he did receive the cloak, uh, and that's why we say takanata shuk in this. Uh, you got you got a benefit uh, for it. Matkifla Rav Kwain. So now you have uh, Rav Kwain uh, comes and argues on this. He says Vidilma so basically the, the cloak was given to Avimi uh, to pay the first four dinners and really what happens is in this situation that's the case uh, that was given afterwards so really because he believed him in the situation what happens is uh, he trusted him because uh, he saw he paid back his first loan uh, and then um, uh, you know, and, and, and that's it so uh, that that was um, that's the story over there so now so the thing is because he trusted him the same way he trusted him initially uh, when he first gave the four dinners so the, the cloak is not a collateral for the second loan and therefore it shouldn't apply uh, and this matter went all around and then it came in front of Rebbe Abao he says yes actually what you should do uh, is believe uh, Rav Kohen uh, the lacha goes like Rav Kohen in this instance Alright, uh, uh, another story. Nasha Ganav Sifra This person from Narash steals a book and he sells it to Pumpanaya uh, for 80 dinners. This Pumpanayan went along and sold it to someone in Mechosa for 120 dinners. And then afterwards you, we found the Ganav. And Abayah comments about this lazel mare the safra ivavile lavar mechosa tamnan juzay so the original uh, owner uh, should go and, and buy it back from the person in mechosa for 80 dinars and take uh, his 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 book or his scroll uh, back in return um, so that's v'azul uh, bay mechosa and then afterwards the guy from mechosa uh, should come along v'shakri abay mupumpadai so he should take the the missing 40 because he uh, bought it for 120 and now he's going to get 80 back so he should go after the other 40 uh, for the guy from uh, Paponaya. so now that is uh, that's it uh, that's what um, uh, a buyer's view is in it Markif la Rava Rava disagrees with that Hashda uh, Lokech began 
so in the case of uh, if you buy directly from a thief we say uh, we apply that we, we institute uh, this, this decree of uh, to ensure that people aren't scared to buy and sell things uh, and that's it even though you're dealing with a thief directly uh, surely it's obvious uh, that if you buy it from someone who bought it from a thief uh, you would the same thing would apply so therefore uh, the, the the purchaser should uh, uh, have to get the full 120 uh, from the original owner. Uh, therefore, Elama Rava Rava says, "What are we talking about here? Uh, it must be Lazor Mare, the um, the sufferer, uh, the owner of this of, of the safe, of this book, or the scroll." Yavle the Levar Makosa may have Eshim Zuzav Shakir Sifra. You should go pay him out 120 and take back uh, this this book. Uh, of his uh, etc or, or scroll laser mara de safra and then the owner should go along uh, so then he should go get 40 dinars from uh, the person in Papanai and 80 dinars the original uh, guy from Narish because he's the guy that, that stole it because they um, you know they benefited from this so ultimately he's um, he's gonna uh, you know have uh, Paid out 120 and then reclaimed it and eventually get his uh, uh, safer back. All right, uh, that uh, is that. And now we start off with a new missioner. The new missioner says, Zeba Bechavito, we mentioned this the other day. Uh, this person is coming uh, with his barrel of wine, Zeba. Zeba Bechado Shadvash, and this person is coming with his barrel of honey. Venistaka Chavit Shadvash, and then the person's barrel of honey. Uh, breaks, uh, it cracks, and it seems it says, This person can pour out his wine and go along and say, and, uh, and use the barrel uh, to go and, uh, and, and save the person's honey. Now, interestingly enough, what we must be talking about in this instance, no one would do this if wine was more expensive uh, than honey, so therefore we must we see uh, that uh, the honey is more expensive than the, the wine. So that's uh, why he did it. So if he goes ahead and uh, throws out his wine so that the guy can use and catch the honey in the barrels, how do we look at that? Uh, all that happens is the, the, the effort uh, that he put in, he's entitled to get paid uh, for the time, but you, you, don't, you, not allow, you don't get benefits, um, you don't get uh, the right to collect the full value of the wine. However, Amar, it's still says, I don't mind, I'll save it uh, for you, uh, and, uh, and therefore you pay me the value of my wine. Uh, if that's what the person said, okay, uh, well then, well then, uh, he's saying, listen, I'm going to get back something in this instance. Um, and therefore, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll consent uh, to such a thing, and uh, I'd, I'd rather um, uh, the guy makes an effort uh, and doesn't lose out. Okay, so that's why uh, we are, uh, we make him pay for the wine. Uh, the next part of the Mishnah, very similar, uh, says, Satov Nachal uh, uh seems to be like a river has uh, started flowing strongly and uh, your donkey and your person's donkey uh, your friend's donkey are both being swept away my time 
Yafe Mane, Vishal Khavero Matam. So your donkey is worth 100, uh, your friend's donkey is worth 200. Vinyakze, Shlovetil, Etchel Khavero. If you go ahead uh, and, uh, with a cheaper donkey and, um, and you um, uh, give up on your donkey and you go save uh, the more expensive donkey, donkey again, and or Ella Saharo, all you get is a very low payment of your time. So what we say in this instance is that uh, if you, you can st- uh, you can give up on your friend's one again all you get uh, is your payment for the thing. It says I'm going to save your donkey, but you have to repay my donkey. Well, then the person uh, does have to pay this rescuer uh, the compensation for his donkey. The Gemara picks up. Avamai, uh, uh, why do you, if you have to, if you pour out your wine, why do you, you have the right only to collect uh, the amount of money, the, the wage you would have lost? So basically, he says you could say to him, "Listen, I've acquired your honey from from Hefker, and uh, surely this is uh, something that." Um, uh, once you've acquired something for Hefker, it becomes yours, uh, and and therefore you know, and, and uh, we we have a similar type of me, me lotani. Haven't we learned in Ratare? Shaya taun kadeyan kadeyshemen vra shaya mishtabrot. So if you carrying uh, jugs of wine and jugs of oil, and see that they started breaking and their contents were were, just, were uh, d- d- disappearing, uh, so it says you law your mari. You're not allowed to say harayze truma. You're not allowed to go along and say this is a truma and maser for produce that I've got in my house. In other words, that you would, you would, if you would be able to do such a thing, at least uh, what you would say is like at least then you wouldn't lose the money, uh, at, uh, because at least there you'd, you'd save some uh, truma. You would, uh, you would, you don't have to take off truma in that situation from produce that you have on, at, at your house. So basically, hectish. Uh, or the Kohen uh, would lose, sorry, not Hektish, but the Kohen in this instance uh, would lose out the Kohen, Levi would lose the Truman Maase. Uh, but you're not allowed to say that because, uh, you know, and uh, and it says, um, um, if you said it, and if you, if you did say it, not that you shouldn't say it, but still it takes effect, uh, if you do say it, uh, it's meaningless. Uh, so it means that uh, the fact that you can't separate produce like that, it means it's essentially all, uh, it's ownerless, uh, and and that's it. So now, how, why isn't it considered hefker and ownerless? Kalama uh, Ravumia. This is talking about Ravumia. Akal Tabad Karuch So basically, what we're talking about here is talking about the basket of an olive press that was wrapped around it. So essentially what happens is, is that uh, the barrel is not, when you say the barrel's broken, yes, uh, it's, it's, it is broken, but it is wrapped up. And therefore, there's uh, there's a little bit of leakage, uh, but uh, there's, because it's it's tightly wrapped, there's only a small amount of uh, of leakage. It's not that it breaks open and shatters, and then uh, the oil and the honey get totally dissipated in in a matter of seconds. Uh, essentially, it's a very very slow leak uh, that you've got over here. So so too Hanami in this situation as well. Uh, so really what uh, what you are entitled to do is you can start uh, it, it's it's not that this whole thing becomes hefker, uh, it's not going to break completely and therefore uh, that this person is entitled to start uh, making these cheshbons uh, and calculations and you don't have to say that it is defined as hefker. Alright, uh, Imamar 
Ramakum and uh, part of the Brata that says if he says uh, that this is Truma and Maser, uh, is it really true that it's a meaningless statement? Fatanya, uh, haven't we learned Vanas What happens if you're on the way? Uh, um, on you know, and uh, it, uh, you're on your way, and what happens is you get confronted uh, by thieves. You see the thieves coming. Uh, you're not allowed to say. Uh, basically, what you what you say is, listen. This money that I'm just about to lose uh, is actually doing designated as master shiny money on fruit that I got in my house. Also, thereby saving yourself a little bit of. Um, uh, money because uh, now you don't have to take Master Shani uh, off that, uh, you don't have to swap that Master Shani uh, into, you don't have to take it up to Jerusalem, you don't have to redeem it on money. Uh, you're saying this money that I've got here is that's what I'm redeeming it on because you know you're just about to lose it, it's just about to become stolen uh, from you. So you're not allowed to say uh, such a thing. Vim, uh, you know, because you've got this other uh, Anas, this guy that's going to rob you, connect or run next to you. You're not allowed to say it. Um, However, if you did say it in this situation, uh, your words do have effect. Uh, and therefore, uh, the money does become uh, the, the produce, uh, does become uh, essentially Master Shani money. And now, uh, the thief is stealing Master Shani uh, from you. Okay, so, so, so that's it. So now, why, why, do, why do we say his words are meaningless here? In the case of Master Shani, we say his words are effective. And what are we talking about uh, in this situation? We call that here. No, it means that you somehow uh, can save your money from this guy. You can somehow hide it, maybe, uh, or, or, or talk to him nicely, or give him something else, uh, so you can save uh, the money. And that's why you could uh, take uh, and, and transfer your uh, master shani uh, sanctity onto this money. So you are because you are able to save it. If it does get taken, well then. Uh, th- there was another way out, but then it's just bad luck uh, for Master Shani, uh, and the thief is is doing the, the, the improper thing by stealing this Master Shani money. So now, uh, so but the Gemara says, sorry, uh, if you are able uh, to to save the money, uh, it says your uh, why can't he say it? Even uh, initially, uh, you should be able uh, to say it. Uh, there's, if, if if you can do it, so then he, he, could, he could say such a thing. And the Gemara answers, uh, No, it's it's not so simple uh, to save this uh, money. You could do it uh, at a push, and that's it. So, so therefore, ideally, you shouldn't. Uh, if you did, it does it does work. Uh, if you do do so, the transfer takes effect because uh, you're not definitely sure that the money is going to be lost. Uh, so now the Gomorrah says once it's, there's a potential for loss, and if there's a potential loss, uh, would you not say that the money, the holiness of the money get trans- the, the, it gets transferred to the coins. Uh, so it says, Vatanya, <coughs> we have a writer against that. Haray, Shayu, Lo, Esir, Chaviot, Shal, Tevel, Tame. What happens if you've got 10 barrels of uh, Tame wine and the Tame, it's, uh, it's Tevel. Uh, over here, this means that no, no Truman and Maser have been separated from it yet. Vra, Echad. Or Shinitgalta. So and you see that one of them is broken and uh, it's it's starting to leak or uh, that uh, or it's been exposed and uh, you're worried that uh, a snake has um 
it's, it's open and you say that a snake uh, might have injected venom into it or something like that or uh, you are allowed to say he trimat I'll 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 so basically out of this 10 wines uh, what you are allowed to do is say uh, this barrel is separated as as trimat master for the other nine barrels vashem and lawyer so can for oil you can't do that mune have said coin because of the loss to the coin all right forward when it comes to um uh uh uh, 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 uh what you have to do this trimat master uh the ten percent of uh this master that uh, you you've got uh, can be given to the kohen uh but if it's uh if it's tame uh um uh, wine uh we're gonna see um yeah, it, it's uh, you, the, the coin can only use it for burning, uh, essentially, and that's that's going to cause a loss uh, to to the coin. All right, and uh, and that's it. So you know because impure trimmer is not allowed to be eaten and destroyed, uh, so you can benefit from. So the oil could be used to light a fire, uh, but uh, trimmer oil is a greater loss, uh, to, you know, or to the coin uh, than just losing uh, impure wine. Okay, so he could it's useful. Uh, the wine, the oil, uh, would be much more useful to him than than wine would be uh, used. Okay, so if it's oil, then you shouldn't say that uh, because it's going to affect and cause the coin loss. So again, so this is what the statement was about. Uh, it's in this the case that Rav Yirmiyah said the Brat is talking about uh, where this basket of the olive press was wrapped around. Uh, this this barrel so that the contents were leaking out uh, very slowly. Well, that makes sense if the barrel was broken. Uh, but it says Ella Nikalta But what happens if it has been exposed? Uh, what's known as Mayim Guluim, uh, for example, uh, or you know, I suppose Shemin Guluim or Yain Guluim. Uh, it's been exposed to. I think what can you do uh, you know, over there? Maybe what you would say with wine, you could use it to sprinkle around and uh, for it to smell nice. Uh, so with, with regard to uh, this this exposed water, uh, it says uh, you know, you're not allowed, allowed to do that. You're not allowed to pour it out into the Rishutarabim. It's a public domain. And you're not allowed to mix clay with it. You're not allowed to use it to sprinkle around the house. You're not allowed to feed it to animal to drink. And also not your friend's animal. In all of these cases, we worry that the snake has injected venom into the water. It's poisonous. And therefore, if uh, someone... Um, uh, would walk over it, and he has a cut on his foot. Uh, the, 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 this venom would go into his foot and kill him. So that's why you can't put it in the public domain. You're not allowed to mix clay with it, because uh, then someone that was mixing the clay uh, could uh, put it in his mouth and, uh, and thereby uh, cause himself uh, to be become poisoned. You're also not allowed to do settle, uh, you know, sprinkle around the house to settle the dust or give it to an animal to drink, neither yours nor your friends, because it also could cause damage. And uh, so that's if something's been exposed, so that it, it can't be used for sprinkling. Uh, so now the Gomorrah says, David lay besanenit karebi nechemia. No, what he did was he is able to... Um, uh, 
uh, put it through a strainer, and that uh, goes like Rabbi Nehemiah, the Tanya. Masanenet yesh ba mishum gilui amar Rabbi Nehemiah ematai bizman she tachtona megule avar bizman she tachtona mechuse afopi she eliona megule ein ba mishum gilui lefi she eris shanachash tome lesfug v'taf av omed mimkomo. So uh, he passed it through a strainer, and that's what Rabbi Nehemiah says: is that um, uh, you, you could still fix everything up over here uh, because it's uh, you could pour out and you could put it through a sieve, and therefore the the venom would get caught in the sieve. And it's talking about when the low vessel, where uh, the liquid comes after going through the strainer, uh, is exposed. When the low vessel is covered and the upper vessel is exposed, uh, then there's no. Uh, issue of Giloy over there because uh, the snake's poison is like a sponge uh, that floats at the top and stays over there. Uh, it says, didn't we say about that? I'm Rabbi Simon. Uh, that Rabbi Simon says, I'm Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Lord Shanu Ela Shalom um, uh, Tarako. Aval Tarako Asr. Uh, that's only when you didn't mix it. Uh, but if you mix the wine uh, and uh, it becomes moved, uh, you know, and you mix it up, uh, any poison inside the wine, wine, any venom, uh, becomes goes through the the, stra- the strainer. Uh, and uh, what we'd say in this in this situation, it should be forbidden, uh, even though you pass it through a stranger. And uh, it says Hatam Nami Efshar Demenach Midi Apume De Chavita De Shafilai. No, even in that situation, you could uh, stop it mixing in properly. If you go and strain it in a very careful way, you put something on the top of the mouth of a barrel that will filter it very slowly uh, so that the venom uh, does not pop out. uh, If you do it very slowly, uh, then it's not going to rush out and get mixed in. It says, Rabbi Nehemiah Matame Atame Nami Taraminan. So basically, what happens is, so uh, therefore we can uh, explain it like Rabbi Nehemiah, and it says, according to Rabbi Nehemiah, uh, are we allowed to separate truma from impure um, uh, items onto other impure things? Vatanya, uh, and but we've learned in a brighter Toramim Minatame Alatame Minatar Alatar. Uh, if you if you allow to separate truma out from impure produce for other impure produce, and uh, also that minatar uh, minatar alatame, and you allow to separate from um, produce that is pure for other pure produce, and also uh, pure produce you can separate uh, for impure uh, produce. Aval law minatame alatar. What you can't do is separate uh, impure produce for pure produce. That would essentially cause a loss uh, to the Kohen, and it's, uh, you have to treat truma with kind of a, a respect and, uh, uh, and and things like that. And here, uh, you're not doing it in that way. Rabbi Nechemiah says, though, uh, it says, um, if you've got impure um, uh, produce you could uh, you know separate it for other uh, separate trauma out uh, from it uh, onto you know it is itself uh, tame uh, so tummy for tummy works uh, even with regard to impure produce you only allowed to separate it if there's it's demai you're not sure what the produce is so you know how can you you, you can say in this one that you could separate impure wine uh, for other impure wine and the Gemara says hakanami no, really, what are we talking about here? Uh, it is in the case of demai. 
um an uh, amamara so we continue uh, uh, the master said bashim and loya sekhan you're allowed to do the same uh, for oil because it causes me but i have said coin because the coin is going to uh, lose out uh, so we say marshna shemen what's the difference uh, with oil dare lahadlik surely um you know that uh, that uh, you could still use it for um uh, to to light a, a thing even if it's tamay you could light candles with it yanami uh, surely wine you could use for sprinkling uh, and it's also got a use even though it would be tamay ziloff law love milty maybe you would say that sprinkling uh, is uh, is not a significant matter shotin melog besela mezalgin belog bestam uh, but but Shmuel says no, Ravkia, you should uh, drink uh, even if your wine uh, uh, is only worth a cellar, you should drink uh, an amount of that and you sprinkle uh, with, with more expensive wine, wine that's worth two cellar, uh, used for sprinkling as well. So it's actually better to sprinkle it than to drink it. So how does that work? Uh, and the Gemara says, how come I skin and what are we talking about over there? Bechadash, uh, we're talking about new wine. Uh, there's no real um, um, smell to it and stuff like that, so it's no good for sprinkling. Uh, but surely you should allow it to become older, and surely it could become good for sprinkling. And the Gemara says, No, it could be uh, that uh, you could um, you'll forget it's impure and then use it uh, for something which you shouldn't be allowed uh, to use it for. Uh, and the Gomorrah says, Shemin Nami, surely also oil. You should be worried that uh, it's, uh, you could make a mistake with it and, uh, and, and, uh, and come and, and use it. So it says, No, you put it in a, a disgusting vessel. Uh, so that you don't come along and use it for eating purposes. Yanami, manach bikli maus. So why don't you put also the wine uh, used for sprinkling in, in this disgusting vessel? Uh, and the Gomorrah says, uh, listen, hashta zilov kavaila. No, the whole point about uh, this wine, you want to keep it nice because uh, uh, you wanted to uh, use it for sprinkling purposes. And if you put it in this disgusting vessel, it's not going to be fit uh, for um, uh, you know uh, sprinkling purposes. Uh, so he's not going to put it in this um, disgusting vessel uh, because it's going to uh, cause it to, to not smell nice. And the Gemara says, Atakat Atma Tanahi, and even um, you know, having a mistake uh, with it is a machlok at Tanaim. Datanya, as we learned in the writer, Chavid Shalyan, Shal Truma Venitmate. Uh, what happens if you have a, a barrel of truma of wine that became impure? Uh, and it says uh, in this situation, Beit uh, Shammai, Omrim Beit Shammai says in this case, Tishapoch uh, Hakol, you should pour all the wine out uh, in order to stop any uh, problems with the Beit Hillel Omrim. Uh, no, uh, Beit Hillel says you could all use it all for sprinkling. Amar Avishmael and Rav Shmuel, um, says about that, uh, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, says, I'm going to come along and uh, um, uh, come with, uh, and with, a, with a compromise over here. Uh, uh, so if it's in the house, you could be used for sprinkling because uh, you could use it immediately. If it's impure in the field, uh, you have to pour it out because uh, you don't want to take the chance of it um, 
uh, bringing it home to your house and then uh, and then using it and keeping it for such a thing because by the time it's brought to the house uh, people uh, could have already drunk from it uh, and it says Ikid Amre another version of that Biyashan uh, um with regard to old wine, uh, it says ziluf. You can use it for sprinkling. Uh, that's it, because it could be uh, sprinkled immediately. Uh, but um, when it comes to new wine, uh, then it's got no real nice smell uh, just yet. Uh, so therefore, what you have to do, uh, you have to pour it all out. Amrlei and machria shlishit machrat. Uh, they said back to Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, it says uh, someone who says something, a third party, uh, does not come along and, and work out who the halacha is. Uh, the whole idea of machria is that uh, uh, A says something and then B says something and then C comes along and says, listen, I see a bit of A, I see a bit of, of, of B, and therefore I'm compromising between the two. Uh, that is that. Whereas here, uh, there doesn't seem to be... Um, you know, Mahria uh, opinion over there. All right, so that uh, uh, that is that. All right, so uh, that's it. So therefore, ein hakra leshlishit That doesn't solve it in this instance. All right, we will leave it there for the day. Everyone should have a great time.